The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Camping here with my friend, Becca Storm. This amazing young woman started uh, Storm Cleaning in August 2018. We're recording this February 2023. She started in Grand Rapids, Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> Grand Rapids, Michigan, also known as Grand Rapids, apparently. Uh, <laughs> she serves residential clients and busy mamas uh, in her hometown. And she started to pay her way through college and decided to make her side gig into a career just over a year and a half ago. Welcome to the show, Becca. Thank you. <laughs> so what made you decide to do this as a side hustle? What decide what made you decide to go full time? Yeah, so in college I was studying medicine and um the pandemic happened. I was a pandemic grad and I was studying for PA school and during that time I just really didn't feel led to go into the medical field anymore. And I was doing this cleaning thing on the side and I just kind of decided like the whole reason I wanted to go into the medical field was to help people and serve them. And I really felt like I was getting that fulfillment doing cleaning. And so I kind of just switched gears and put more of my focus into cleaning. And I got a ton of referrals and started having a couple of friends help me at first and it just kept growing until I couldn't <laughs> manage it anymore. So so what made you, typically people reach out to us for a couple of reasons. One, things are kind of, they're struggling, not making the money, they're working too hard, just stuff is going wrong, or they just want to go further faster. What made you reach out? What was kind of going on in your world when we met, which was only a couple months ago? Yeah, um, I was honestly at like a breaking point. I was constantly cleaning. If I wasn't cleaning, I was contacting clients, contacting employees, getting supplies, the whole nine yards. I just felt like I wasn't myself anymore. And it gets to a point where if you're not filling yourself up, then you can't, you know, fill other people up. And so I just was at a crossroads and was like, I need like some help and direction. It was starting to affect my personal life. I wasn't present like I'd like to be. So that's kind of where I was at. <laughs> And let me encourage you, Clean Nation, that is the vast majority of folks I get to personally talk to that aren't clients is, man, you said I should have typed them down. Like, I didn't feel like myself is starting to interfere with my personal life. And I think we get into this, a lot of us started as a side hustle or just to see what we can do and mm -hmm. kind of works as good or better than we thought it might. And for any of you EMIF fans out there, he kind of gets into the distinction between the skills it takes to be a good mechanic are often not the skills it takes to run an auto repair shop. Um, and we'll be a really good mechanic. Like, I don't want to work for this idiot. I'm going to own my own shop. And then we don't realize that's a completely different job description. And when it comes to cleaning, sometimes we miss that, that the skills it takes to be a good cleaner, where you like your people, they like you, you like to clean, like those are great skills if you want to be a cleaner. And then we just assume like, oh, those are the same skills to own a cleaning company. It's like, no, they have, believe it or not, the skills it would take to run an auto repair shop are much more similar than to the skills it would take to run a cleaning shop than yeah. the skills of being a cleaner would be to, to, help you, to help you own a cleaning company. So most people, unfortunately, 
when they start to recognize that they don't call to get help until things are really bad. Like I'm ready to light this thing on fire and walk away. You know, my husband, my wife, my husband's late. Like, I don't think you waited that long. What made you decide, hopefully, or maybe things were worse than I, than I knew, but a, how bad was it? And B, what made you decide now, as opposed to like, I'll just wait till things are really bad before I do something different. Um, it was pretty bad in my opinion. <laughs> Maybe I'm softening how bad it was because we've been working together. I'm like, oh, Becca's great. She's doing fine. You're like, it wasn't, man. I was, I was struggling. I was like a workaholic and I had a lot of people kind of telling me, you know, you're educated, like you need to use your education and what are you doing with this cleaning thing? And, you know, I was kind of like, I'm a people pleaser naturally. And so I'm kind of like doubting myself and thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not like focusing on what I need to, but I knew deep down if I was to go in the medical field or into medical sales that I would be doing that for other people to look good for other people. And like cleaning was what I really wanted to do for me and to like ultimately have the freedom to do what I want to do in my life. And so it was kind of a now or never situation. And that's a big theme. I think people come to which is they allow people that aren't getting the results that they want in their life to kind of speak into them and oftentimes and again if it's people that are living your best life that you wish you had and they've got some feedback I'm more open to that but a lot of times it's people that are miserable and they've got jobs and they're afraid frankly if Becca does her own thing and is really successful it's going to shine a light on their lack of success as opposed to changing their own thing like I'll just crap on Becca like you know it's I went to college and I, I don't want to regret spending $200,000 or whatever it cost at that time and not really getting any benefit. So I can't, yeah. Becca needs to like comply or I'm going to feel weird about myself. So as a natural people pleaser, Becca, really good job for making the distinction of, Hey man, I got to live my life for me. And thanks for the feedback, but this is what's right for me. So you said something a couple of times that I want to get clear on. You said, I really like cleaning. That's another, I don't say issue, but another challenge or roadblock people come into is they love cleaning. And then they come to yeah. me like, I really want out of cleaning, but I really love it. So what is your goal? And I know but for the audience is your goal to be cleaning or to get out of cleaning. And if it's a get out of cleaning, how do you deal with that? Since you said you love cleaning? Yeah. Well, first of all, I've had a huge mindset shift. Um, I do love cleaning and serving people because after the fact, you know, I get a lot of people are, thank you. You know, you're saving my marriage. You're really helping me relieve stress. And so I can live my life. And I love that, especially as a people pleaser, like you live for that. Um, but now I'm realizing that I can get those same benefits, not actually cleaning. Like I can serve my clients even better if I'm not the one scrubbing the toilets. And I think that's one big thing that held me back before is I didn't know what running a company looked like. And so I was scared of getting out of cleaning because I'm like, what am I going to do with my time? Like, and now I'm realizing how much I'm needed to focus on running my company and how that's going to actually better my clients and my employees. And so, yeah. That is so profound. So one of the best bits of coaching I ever got is sometimes you have to give up something good to get something great. And yeah. there's certainly something. And for those of you that aren't watching the video and didn't pick up on the cue that Becca was just in college, young, strong, healthy woman, um, <laughs> which is, and for those of you that aren't watching the video, I'm an old semi-healthy man. So when you've got Becca's young, healthy body with lots of energy, 
cleaning toilets probably isn't the best use of your time if you're a bright gal and got some entrepreneur spirit, but it's certainly possible. Um, you get older, that that becomes not a, a an option or it becomes less and less of a viable option. But right. the thing is, as happy as you can make someone, that's all you can be doing. Like this conversation we're having, hopefully you'll get value out of it. But if it was just between us, that would be all the value that we could get. Leveraging it by putting it out as a podcast, like, hey, other people can change their lives. Massive amount of leverage. So it's the same thing. When you're physically cleaning, you can save that one marriage or change that one person, how they feel when they come home or, or impact that one person. But that's it. Unless you get old or pregnant or want to go on vacation or take a break or get COVID or for the numerous things that could happen to not allow you to clean, then you can't serve anybody. So uh, love all that. Thank you for the background. Now let's kind of talk about for those people that are like, well, I'm kind of feeling where Becca's at. What big changes did you make? What's been the biggest kind of shift in thinking and shift in action that we can share with Clean Nation so they can, you know, I don't want to say steal, but use and implement some of the, the good stuff that you're doing. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now back to the show. I think just having direction and goals of where I want to be is super helpful before if I got like one little complaint or if I had one person like not want clean anymore, it would like bother me for days. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, great. On to the next person that needs, you know, our services. Like it doesn't even affect me near as much, which has been really relieving. And I guess Really, the mindset, it's, I know it seems simple, but it is the biggest change that has helped me. And now I just know that I'm much more needed to focus on how to actually run my business and reach the goals that I'm setting versus just doing the same thing over and over every day. The, yes, that's a beautiful sentiment. And I've got your, uh, I won't share obviously without your permission, but I've got your, your, uh, we, for all of our clients, we have a rockstar results tracker um, that just keeps their data. Are you okay? Not the number, just the percentage, what your net profit percentage was over the last couple months. Um, again, not the dollars, just the percentage of revenue. Would, would you be okay if I shared that? And I would love you to tell people what made that impact for you if you're okay with it. If not, just tell me to piss off and we'll talk about it. Yeah, something. that's fine. I mean, I probably need to update it, but yeah, that's okay. I got it through January and we're in February. So this will be not perfect. Okay. But first month, I think we met was 8%. And then I don't know what happened in the last of profit. So all the, every dollars that came in, she got eight cents <laughs> um, or every hundred bucks, she got eight bucks. November lost money, lost 19%. So that was shifting. Um, I don't know what happened there. Something goofy. We'll look at that. And then uh, December, 36%. So four X of profit. And then January, terrible month. You only had 31% profit. So, um, and then how that looks in terms of dollars, because your top line revenue changed a little as well. Uh, basically from you've quadrupled um, your, your profit. So what would you say, A, how has your life changed in terms of what you're doing day to day? And why do you think that is B, what do you think made such a positive impact on your profit? I think that'll probably take all the time that we've got. So how has your life changed? Cause it's one thing if you're like, yep, I'm making a bunch more money, but 
I, uh, you know, I'm working twice as much. Like, well, hold on. Oh, that's great. So how, how are you experiencing your business differently? And then what for Clean Nation made the biggest difference of you to be able to, um, you know, triple and quadruple your profit? Yeah. So how it changed my life is when I came into this program, I like didn't even pay myself for a couple months because I had some offices that were a few months past due and, you know, I had to keep the money in the bank account so I can make sure I can pay everyone. And the biggest thing for me. And how many hours is, were you working for free effectively? Like, it's not like you were doing part, like, I didn't really spend any time, but I didn't pay myself. Like, you were working, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full time plus hours for sure. And not so 40, 50 myself. hours a week. Minimum wage would have been two, three grand a month, whatever the math works out to be. You're like, oh, I got nothing. So my employee and your employees obviously get paid better than minimum wage. Your employees are making money. Your people are getting results. Becca's starving. Yeah, I was running a nonprofit in the sense I wasn't nonprofit. You're probably writing shit. You were a nonprofit. At least you know you get paid for your hours, but there's no profit left over. You were you weren't even a nonprofit. You were. I don't even know what you're doing. You were putting time and money in for nothing. Yeah, and so that was really like scary. I didn't really know how to navigate those waters and. Coming into this, like, I have changed my pricing, and now I don't even, like, get scared about new opportunities like I would before. Um, I added payroll, which was amazing. Um, I'm looking into adding some scheduling softwares, and before, I'd be like, I can't even afford that. But now, it's like, I don't have to worry about it. I know it's built into my expenses, and I know I can pay everyone, and I'm not like, I don't know how much to pay myself because I don't know what's going to be left. And so, it's just been like taking a lot of the thought out of it and the scariness. And now I can just make decisions that are going to be best for my company. So what would you say to the guy or gal out there? That's like, yeah, I've been for the last couple of months, either not able to pay myself or not even able to pay myself enough to pay my bills. And I'm, you know, the, to them that are just where you were a couple months ago, what would be your best feedback to help them? Look at your numbers, take action. I mean, it's a sinking ship until you make a change and like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And that's where I was at. And I was like, well, if I don't make a change, then I'm just going to be where I'm at or even in a worse place in a couple months. So. So what about work? I get the, and just to be clear, you know, Becca's really put in work. I don't want you guys to think like she just gave money to us and we waved our magic wand and like her life changed. Like this is Becca's the hero of this story. Certainly not us. Um, how has your life been different? So I get the part, I mean, not your life, but the hours that you put in. So I get your like, I now have the money to pay for things that my businesses need. I know God for God forbid, I take a salary, I actually get paid for my time. All that's imagine that, but day to day, are you cleaning less? Are you cleaning more? Are you working overall more, more or less? Like what's, how's your day to day, what you put into the business? How's that changed for better or worse? Um, so I'm still cleaning quite a bit, not as much as I was, um, I'm definitely working on my business way more than I ever have. I mean, I did next to nothing as far as on my business before, and now it's a daily thing. And that's like been huge is just like, I have the motivation to every day, just do something, whether it's just one small thing to better my business. And what's the small thing you might do? Um, I might put together a meeting for my employees or I might, make a post on my Facebook page, which I never had time to do before. And I've done a few of those already. So just even if it's something small, it just motivates me and I have way more energy. I was so 
like dragged down before. It was like, I don't even know if I can do this another day to now I'm like ready for the challenge, but. You're making my heart happy, Becca. I'm sorry. I'm giving goosebumps here. Um, so there's a lot of people out there, unfortunately, listening that are like, you're like, I'm working my tail off. I couldn't clean anymore. I'm not making any money and I'm miserable. And what you're saying sounds too good to be true. What, how would you coach them to say, I don't want to work so much in my business. I want to work on it. What would you, what would you give them? I would say that a lot of things that scare you or doubt you are excuses. Really, like, I was, like, to the point where I don't even have time to get help or figure this thing out. Like, I just had to, like, keep doing the hamster wheel and just, like, pray for a great result. And I just got to the point where I was, like, that's not going to get me anywhere. You have to be real with yourself and just figure out what – the next step is, I mean, eventually you're going to have to make a decision, whether it's to do nothing or to do something. And to just keep like what you said, just keep doing what you're doing and praying. That's the decision, right? You think like, Oh, I'll not make a decision. That's the decision. So I hear you saying you're cleaning less and we're going to get you more. Well, I'll fight you later offline about the cleaning at all. But I'm getting out of cleaning. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> you give me another month. We'll get you. Um, are you overall where I understand the quality of your work is better. You're like, Hey, I'm cleaning less working in my business less and working on my business a lot more overall. Yeah. Are you working total more the same or less? I would about. say overall, maybe just barely under less. Like okay, so a little less, but pretty similar, maybe a little less. So the quant yeah. the quantity of your work has not changed dramatically. It's gotten a little better, but the quality of your work in terms of I'm working, I'm a business owner, not a cleaner. That's that's made a big shift. Yeah, I mean, I don't wash rags anymore, so that saves me a ton of time washing and folding rags. So. <laughs> oh my, you're killing me! I'm like, ah, oh, you're so yeah, of course. So the big thing I want to leave you guys with, and I'm going to let Becca end this anyway. She sees fit. But cleaning nation, the big thing I want to, I hope you take away is, okay, we all have that fear of if I stop cleaning, I'll stop making money. Um, and based on how your business is set up, that very well may be the case, but it doesn't have to be the case, right? It's not about you. We, we misrepresent like, oh, I clean, I make money. I don't clean, I don't make money. That's not the truth. Um, typically, I would liken it to when I was younger and in business, I would there was times I took a business loan because I thought I had a cash flow problem. Like, oh, my vendors aren't paying enough. The problem is I didn't have, I did have a cash flow problem, but I really had a profit problem. And right. what would happen when I took a loan, I was just covering my profit problem for three or six or nine, however long the loan lasted. And then when that money ran out, I had the same profit pro problem I had before that I was able to cover up with that cash, but now I had debt on top of it. So it was even worse because I had the debt service and the still problem. So yeah. if you're cleaning in your business, you have a problem and you cleaning is just going to cover the problem for a while. And as you grow, you'll, it'll be a point you just can't cover that anymore. So I just want to encourage you break forever in your mind, that relation between I clean and I make money to when I clean, I'm a cleaner. When I own a business, I'm a business owner and cleaners get paid 15, 20 bucks an hour. Owners can get paid an infinite amount. All right. So that's my last speech. Uh, Becca, I, the floor is yours. Say anything that you think would bring value to cleaning nation. And that'll be the end of the show. Okay, so in some of our calls, uh, one of the themes has been, I haven't come only this far to go only this far. 
And I think that is so key in any area of life, but especially if you're in a place where you can't get away from cleaning and you want more, I mean, it's worth it to dig in and make a change because, I mean, the sky is the limit. Such a great point. Just that, because we get so beat up, we believe this is my life. It'll never be different. And then we just, and then that becomes reality. So yeah. Right now, the temptation is going to be, oh, I like this podcast. I'll go listen to another seven in a row and do no different things, right? That's just mm-hmm. fine. If you're here for entertainment, which is crazy, it's not a particularly entertaining podcast, I guess listen all you want. If you're here to really change your business, right now is where you take action. So stop what you're doing. Go to growmycleaningcompany.com. I don't even think there's anything for sale. Just free podcast, which you're already on. Um, and I'd probably start with the free on-demand training. It's the five shifts that you need. And that will really, really help. You can join our Facebook group. There's some help in there, but growmycleaningcompany.com has got the resources. Reach out, let us know you need some help. We'll do what we can. Check it out. We'll see you there. Clean Nation next time. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.